you want to do tonight? I want to kill some crates. Yeah, kill crates. Because we watched all four of the Critters movies. Definitely had fun watching these four. Oh, these were great. This is this is probably the best front to back we've watched so far. Um, I, I do want to say some things right up front on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, um, a lot of the reviews call these Gremlins ripoffs, and I don't think that's fair at all. This has a whole different tone than Gremlins. Technically, it was written before Gremlins. Well, the first one, the critters, the the, the first, first the first screen, the first screenplay was written way before, and I did not know. Yeah, that. yeah, it was supposed to be here. I mean, this is kind of early information, but we're going to do the usually do the trivia facts at the end. But no, but I want to get into this beforehand. Yeah, but since you said that, um, this movie, the critters, the original, the first one was written before Gremlins, but it was supposed to be New Line's answer to Gremlins. Huh. But it was written way before. But it's not fair to call it a ripoff. I don't think it's, it's a, a whole different tone. I think the only one that I thought, the only ripoff, I'm not even going to say ripoff, because I think uh, it paid homage to certain movies, mm-hmm. but like Ghoulies yeah. for one of them, like, you know, with the whole critter in the toilet. Yeah, that's going to be three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll get to three, although I have a feeling I'm going to offend three more than you do, but, but it, three also had kind of a, it was almost more like a Gremlins 2 feeling to it, like it was real silly. But they're all, that's one thing. Okay, I remembered two being pretty silly and three just going a whole hog goofy nonsense. And that's kind of true, but this started silly. It was, it's never been super serious. The big difference between this and and Gremlins is if you're putting me up against a Gremlin and you're putting me up against a Critter, I'm taking the Gremlin because Critter's a murder your ass in extremely gory fashion. Especially with those little uh, darts. Oh, the darts and the teeth. Yeah, but like they tear people's throats out in these movies. Like that does not happen in Gremlins movies at all. I think Billy Zane got it the worst. Yeah, yeah, he probably did. (laughs) He went straight for the, straight for the Boilermakers. And I'll also say the only things tying these these movies together are are the Chiodo brothers who made all the critters um, they are best known for me, at least, for being the guys behind Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Which is a great, great movie. movie. Great movie. <laughs> but they're still doing stuff. I, just randomly, uh, me and my youngest Sophie watched a uh, Christmas movie called Alien Xmas, which is on uh, Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. The Chiodo Brothers made that <laughs> this year. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's very Chiodo Brothers. Like, it's, it's not gory or anything, but it's like very, like... Goofy and off base and, and strange. Knock your block off. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and the only other things that tie these together are um, Barry Opper was him and um, those are the guys that wrote it. Well, Barry Opper was the producer. Didn't he write the second or third one? Uh, I don't think he wrote them. No, no, he didn't write them. Him and Rupert Harvey were the producers of these, um, and uh, his brother Don. Mm, the star, plays, <laughs> the star of the franchise, plays Charlie, who's in all of them, and I'll get into Charlie obviously later. Did you ever see that Android movie? Yeah, I was gonna say he was in five of six of his first movies. I never saw Android. Eighty two, right? We'll get back to Android for oh, Critters Four. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and the only other person who's in all of them is uh, Terrence Mann, <laughs> who plays Ugg. Mr. Broadway. Who plays Ugg? You know he's a Broadway guy. I did not know that either. Yeah, he got to start. Well, I mean, he did most. If you look up most of the stuff that he's done, it's all Broadway related. Like he's a singer. He's a musician. He's a musician. Well, that makes sense since he's a rock star in the first one. Yeah, that um, hair. But Barry Opera, the producer, did has done every single Critters movie, including the newer ones, the new TV stuff. 
Oh, that uh, the revised, like the web series? Uh, well, he Shutter? Did, well, yeah, he did both um, Critters, uh, Critters Attack, 2018, and then Critters the New Binge. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the Shutter, the Shutter one. one, yeah. Which I, I haven't seen either one of those yet because I wanted to concentrate on this first four. But he produced all of this. Like everything with Critters, Barry Opera's your guy. He did all of them. He also did Jeepers Creepers. And uh, one of his earliest producing jobs was on the Mystery Science Theater 3000 classic, yeah, really? City Limits. <laughs> nice. Which also starred Don Opper, and which is the one that brought Crow to sing the King, the Kim Cattrall song, I Like the Way You Smell, Kim, Kim, <laughs> Kim Cattrall. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into it. So Critters 1, 1986. Has an IMDb of 6.1 and a Rotten Tomatoes of 52, which I think is way too low. Yeah, I think it was uh, snowballed on that one. Yeah, that's Especially with the, this I mean, like compared to like the fourth one, as far as like the cast, this one had a pretty good cast. The first one, uh, D. Wallace, Emmett Walsh. And Emmett Walsh is great in friggin' everything. Yeah, he's in an air. He's one of those. And he's, he's still, still alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like he's 90. He's 85 years old. He's 85. Yeah. And he's great. Uh, he's great in everything. I think the, the best thing that stands out for me was the jerk. When he was like the, the gas station guy. Oh, the guy. gas station guy in the jerk seat. The first thing I thought of was, uh, was uh, the captain in um, Blade Runner. That's right. That's uh, right. Go get the skin right. jobs. That's right. But uh, Roger Ebert actually liked the first one. He gave it a positive review. He did. He did like the. Uh, he did like that one. Uh, he was wrong about the second one. But he liked <laughs> the first one. Um, he had nothing say, good to say about the second. No, one. but he was wrong. We'll get to that anyway. But the director for this one directed everything you liked from the eighties. Stephen Herrick. Stephen right? Herrick from, from San, San Antonio. Adventure. Is he? From San Antonio. I did not notice. Did that. you know that Critters was a dream he had, and that's why he wrote it? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's the product. Uh, but he, he he directed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He directed Mighty Ducks. He directed mm -hmm. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. He directed 101 Dalmatians. Rockstar. It's awesome. He Mr. Holland's Opus. Pictures. Yeah. Which he then, almost got the Academy nod for that, I think. Yeah. And then he kind of dropped off after that. Like, he's done a bunch of, like, goofy TV nonsense ever since. Uh, I mean, he's living off those Disney checks. He'll be yeah, fine. I imagine so. Um, but you know course. who else was in it? That lady, Lynn Shane. Oh, she's great. Lynn she's Shane's in everything in you think about it, man. Well, do you know why she's in this? No, who she's her scoring? husband is the uh, is one of the guys who's the head of New Line Cinema. Really, who made this? Yeah, Bob Shea. No wonder she's so, in all those fucking New Line Cinema stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street was. She's great. Movie. I always think of her in uh, something about Mary. Oh yeah, with those fried tits. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> but to get back to what you were saying, so Billy Zane, this is the second movie. He's the boyfriend. In every slasher movie, this is the guy that gets killed almost immediately, and in this movie, he's the guy that gets killed almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> he went straight for the nuts too, like they for the nuts and the gut. Time. Like the nuts and the gut were gone immediately. Um, did he I even did get past realize, second base? I, I don't even know if you guys think they got that far. Hmm. Um, the thing I noticed that I did not know when I was looking this up later is that Brad, the Scott Grimes, yes, that he's uh, he's he's an American dad. Oh yeah, Steve. he does. Yeah, he does the voice. He's Steve in American Dad. Yeah, that dude's been a, been around, man. Yeah. He hasn't really done anything recent. Yeah, no, he's not American like, Dad yeah, and uh, and the Orville. Um, movie and, wise, no, but TV wise, I mean, he's on Orville. He's I know he was a Band of Brother, Band of Brothers. Yeah, he's married to Adrian Palicki, who's also in the Orville, hmm. and was in the initial uh, TV pilot for Wonder Woman. She was Wonder Woman in the TV pilot. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. Um, here's the other thing about this. <laughs> Um, 
the dad who plays this plays in this uh, Billy Greenbush. <laughs> He's played cops in about a hundred movies. Um, he looks like countrified Mitt Romney to me. Yeah, he didn't really have a lot of range. He looked like he looked like <laughs> Mitt Romney in the country. I could not get over it. I was just waiting for. Do you ever notice that when he came in, it was the beginning of the well, towards the beginning of the movie, when he came inside and he was like working. Uh, I guess he was working on something, but his whole, all of his hands were covered in oil. Yeah. But, like, it stopped right at the wrist. Oh, yeah, like, he, didn't get, he didn't get any... I was like, what the... What? <laughs> yeah, no, he, he looked like country Mitt Romney to me. I, I just couldn't get over it. Every time anything would happen, I was, I, I was, that's all I could think of. Um, I asked you about this. This is why I asked you this question on text when, we were, when I was watching this. The whole, like, first... 10 minutes of this with the bounty hunters and the alien whatever mm-hmm. looked like an old episode of Monsters or Tales from the Dark Side to me. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really hard to watch. Um, for you kids who are listening who aren't familiar with this, Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters were a super low-budget TV show about like, was kind of like a Twilight zone but darker kind of thing and every actor on Earth was on them at some point. And producers, if you're listening to this, please bring them both back because they were fan- Fantastic. You can go look him up. I just was watching it online the other day. Steve Buscemi was on Monsters at one point. Damn. I watched it, uh, Tales of the Dark Side with Danny Aiello in it. Like Danny Aiello. Everybody Danny. was in those. Anyway, um, Dee Wallace, she did this a little after Cujo. As the right. I think that was her next project, right? No, no, it was a few years in between. Cujo was uh, 83. So she did a couple of things in between the two of them. Um, I remember seeing an interview with her saying that her favorite project she ever did was Cujo. But she must like this too because she came back in the 2018 reboot Critters Attack. No oh, same hey, character. Really? Yeah. Didn't I know that? Now I really want to watch that. Yeah, me too. I didn't see it yet, but I need to. Um, and I know you were saying this about three. This takes forever to get going for me for the Critters. The, the Krites are right at the beginning. They're in space. They get away. They show that they can actually fly a spaceship, which is pretty and cool. And using the computer yeah, to fly the ship. They're smart little bastards. Um, but uh, yeah, they crash into Earth and whatever. Um, but, uh, after they crash land, it takes a good long time for them to pop back out. It's like after they attack, after, after they attack Billy Zane. But even before they attack Billy Zane, between the time they crash land and the time they attack Billy Zane, there's a whole lot of just like family drama nonsense going on. It, it takes a while. Yeah. Um, it's the only problem I have with this movie. I love this movie, but that, that, that pause in between Critters Crash and... Critters start killing people is long. It's too long. That's right. They got that sheriff first, right? Yeah, they get they get the deputy first, but you don't really see him. No, he, like just, he just gets yeah. pulled he under just the car, under car because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, and I was saying this is way way sillier than I remember the scene. The scene when he comes out with the shotgun and the one critter. Uh, I love that they talk. And they oh, and they're talking to each other. Fuck. <laughs> They've got weapons. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Wow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that was a uh, that was good. I yeah. like that. that the, and good. it's very like that's the thing about these. The tone is real weird. Like I would have thought it would be hard to ride that thing in between very gory, which these are. They're pretty damn bloody. Yeah, they're way bloodier gremlins. They look like, good. Yeah, they look great. Uh, but they're very gory for this kind of thing. They're gorier than I can't think of any other little movie like this. Ghoulies, Gremlins, Munchie, I guess. Like like all those little creature things. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one that's a lot gorier than this. This is gorier than maybe Puppet Master if you count it. Mm, Puppet Master was good, but 
I mean, Puppet Master kind of had that eerie, like it was like really trying to be a horror. Well, and I would love to do that series, but that would be like a four episode arc. There's so many goddamn Puppet Master movies. Then they started remaking them. Mm. I would have no no idea where to stop. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a surprisingly gory movie, and and still they do a really good job of making it gory but goofy. Yeah, they kept the they kept the tone. They set the tone well, early. And the problem here too is Don Opper is a little more subdued in this one. Don Opper is the town drunk Charlie. Yeah, we were still drunk for this one. <laughs> yeah. He's the town drunk Charlie who stops drinking and I guess kinda sorta saves the day at the end. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean uh, I, I kinda have my thoughts at about the end it. He's kinda <laughs> well no, what do you think? Like he kinda does. No, he does save the day. I mean he's he kinda steps into his role. I guess. At the, see, what bugged me about that is that at the end, he's just kind of chasing the two bounty hunters down the street, saying, hey, guys, take me with you, right? Yeah, I think he did that so much, they just eventually just, that, that one that was didn't shapeshift for a minute, yeah. eventually shapeshifted and chose Charlie. At one no, point. but that he didn't, because Charlie was that guy in the second movie. It was actually Charlie. No, no, I know that. I'm just talking about in the first one. Right. Yeah, but Remember when they're in the car? But between the first and second movie, they don't explain how the hell Charlie No, they don't. Because even I wrote it for the second one, I was like, the only thing I, the first, I was like, when the hell did Charlie leave yeah. on that fucking ship? Well, uh, <laughs> and just to finish up with one, the budget was $2 million. Mm-hmm. It made $13 million at box office in the U.S. No wonder they did Fairly good. I mean, yeah. I mean, they friggin'. Well, you had to do the first. You had to do another one, especially the way that the second, the first one ended. Yeah, because they did, they got they made back six times the budget too. And if you do that, then obviously you're gonna do a sequel. Yeah. Which brings us to Critters Two, 1988. I'm just gonna hop right out here and say it. It's the best one of the series for me. I love Two. I think Two is hilarious, and I think it's fun. Um, the Hocus Pocus director. <laughs> uh, Mick Garris. <laughs> Sleepwalkers. Like, yeah, he did a lot. <laughs> I wrote it down here. Uh, Mick Garris is Stephen King's favorite director. I'm pretty sure. Um, He's done a lot. He did Sleepwalkers. He did the series of The Stand. Oh, the, the one in the, the 90s. The 90s one. Yeah, the yeah. good one. Yeah, the good one. I haven't seen the new one, but I haven't heard good things. I haven't heard anything about it. So I've heard some stuff about it, but I haven't heard anything good. Um, and uh, he did The Shining series, too. Which I never watched that it's one. It's okay. I, I, like, I get why they did it, but it's not... Seemed like kind of a stretch. Well, you know why King hated the first Shining, the movie? No. He hates the movie. Sam King hates the movie that Kubrick did with The Burning of a Thousand Suns. Really? And the reason he hates it is because if you've read the book, the whole deal with Jack is, A, he's not the main character. Mm-hmm. And B, he starts out as being a guy who's trying to do the right thing and kind of gradually goes nuts. And when you see Jack Nicholson in The Shining, it looks like he might take an axe to his family before they even get to the goddamn hotel. Yeah. <laughs> he looked on edge the whole time. Yeah, he was pretty pissed off when they started, so it doesn't take much to throw him over. <laughs> um, and Steven Weber was maybe not the best choice. I think he's a better actor than people can credit for, but the guy from Wings is probably not going to take over for Jack Nicholson. Uh, <laughs> that's is he the one that did it? Yeah, he, he played Jack Nicholson the in, in the series. Yeah, the oh, younger wow. brother from Wings. Yeah, yeah. And he was fine. And Rebecca De Mornay was actually, a, for my money, a better Wendy than Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall was fine, but Duvall. I think Rebecca De Mornay was better. Um, I'll take Shelley only because I know that Stanley Kubrick broke her so many times. Well, that's <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. I like the mental torture. And it's so funny. Like, like I'm looking at the stuff I wrote down for the movie, but when you said Lynn Shay, I wrote Lynn Shay returns. <laughs> yeah, she was in the second one. Yeah, she's in the second one, but she changed jobs. 
Uh, she doesn't work for the police department anymore. Now she's so, at the newspaper for some so reason. I'm confused. I was a little confused. I mean, I know it was in Grove City, the second one, because yeah, he returned. The first two are. Um, but it kind of seems like because Lynn Shane was in it again, but she was doing something different. So for like a good half of that movie, I thought they were in another city. No such luck. No, it's a, it's still Grove City. Or Scott Grimes returns. Scott Grimes comes back. Uh, I cannot get over that he's Steve. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just waiting. It's like ever since I learned that, I wish I wish at some point during Christmas doing said son of a whore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Lynch is back. Uh, they made a brain from parent planet hours more move uh, joke at the beginning of it, which I thought was pretty funny. But the the, the sheriff Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin, <laughs> as I wrote down, like there's a bunch of guys in this who remind me of other actors. Barry Corbin's the poor man's J T Walsh. If you can't afford J T Walsh, hire Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin, he's from Texas, too. Yeah, but he's, he came off like J.T. Walsh to me. Same with <laughs> Douglas Rowe as Quigley. That should have been Buck Flower. <laughs> Apparently, they just couldn't hire him. And that guy, Tom Hodges, from Heavyweights and Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy! <laughs> Buddy! Well, and... Lars. Uh, he was Lars in Heavyweights. And the, um, the, uh, the bounty hunter, Lee, who... Turns into the centerfold with the staple in her belly, which the staple thing is pretty fucking funny. Which actually wasn't the, the centerfold. I thought it was, but it wasn't. Mm. But it is pretty funny that they put the. They put I the thought it was hilarious. But I always thought that that was Lana Clarkson. The blonde? Yeah. I always thought it was Lana Clarkson. The reason I got those messed up is because they both died really young. Um, Roxanne Kernahan died at. Uh, Died a few years after this. Really? Yeah, she was she was killed in a car accident in 1993 at the age of Damn. 32, and Lana Carson died at the age of uh, 10 years later when she was shot by Phil Spector. But they're both like hot blondes with big boobs, and 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 they both died young. So I screwed the two of them up together. I always thought Lana Carson was in this. Um, <laughs> the Freddy Krueger joke was hilarious, especially since it's the New Line movie. Remember that? Which one? I, I... When she, you know the whole running joke about how Lee can't. Settle on a form. Oh, when he got stuck. And he was in, he was like, he's by the, he's by the poster of Freddy Krueger. Cut out. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Um, so that was fun. Uh, this whole movie's pretty fun. It does not waste time. Like, it's not. The critters come out pretty much immediately. I think this one was probably like the most, I mean, I liked it. Oh, I, I liked, liked this it. the best of all four. But there were so many things that were ridiculous in the movie. But that's why I liked it. But, like, because you know those things that you think about while you're watching movies? Then why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do that? And they did. Well, fucking Scott Grimes did it in the second one when he started kicking them and hitting them with that. Yeah. Like, well, I don't even know what he was hitting them with. Hell yeah. yeah but he was just like golf swinging. <laughs> I was like, this is all you had to do? Like, yeah, well, until they turned into a giant critter ball, and then you're pretty much toast. <laughs> I thought that was the first one. No, the second one. second one was the, the end of the second ball. one was when they formed the giant critter Okay, ball. so when I watched these all when I was younger, mm -hmm. obviously, so... And rewatching them as an adult, uh, I was stunned that that was the only movie that had the Critter Ball. Yep, only the second one. I thought all of them at some point. No, didn't show up till the main course. Critters to the main the course, main which course. is a great, a great tagline. And did you know that the director was a uh, one of the zombies in Thriller? Gareth was. Yep. I didn't know that. Yes, if his... you look at his acting credentials, he's been in a lot. I mean, kind of like B rolls, nothing like. Mainstream or anything? But. Well, and the um, the alien in charge of the uh, bunny hunters <laughs> was his wife. Really? Yeah, yeah. She also sang the hungry heifer jingle, <laughs> and of course, 
Eddie Deason shows up. I love that guy. Who? Eddie Deason, the guy who's in charge of the hungry heifer. The oh. nerdy guy who was in Greece and is in, he That's plays where that he same was. dude and he's been in like a hundred thousand movies and he plays the same guy in every movie. He's God. fantastic. I love Eddie Deason. Find something you're good at and do it. He was one of the kids in Polar Express for God's sake. And at that point he was in his fifties. And he was still one of the kids in Polar Express. He was the know-it-all kid. Because, of course, he was, because he was Eddie Deason. Wow, that's disturbing. He gets a lifetime pass for me for Midnight Madness. Hmm. One of my favorite movies when I was a kid. God, that was a great movie. Um, not great, but fun if you're a kid. Yeah, this is my favorite of the whole bunch. Oh, and it's written by David Twohey, who wrote all of the Riddick things. Mm. Pitch Black, every movie, oh, every video right. game, that's right, all that's of right. the Riddick. Yeah. And, perhaps more importantly, wrote The Fugitive. Did he? Yeah. He wrote Critters 2, and then a couple years later, he wrote The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Which was a remake. Yeah, but, well, Harrison Ford was the first movie one. The Fugitive was a, was that a TV, TV show back oh, okay. in the day. Okay, okay, but okay. the movie one with Harrison Ford, he wrote it. Hmm. A couple years after he wrote Critters 2. That's the thing about this whole series. They seem to get, like, really good talent way before it becomes really good talent. Well, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, but it's bizarre that it's one series that has all that going on, right? I mean, yeah. I mean this guy... People, these people got their start. Yeah, but like this guy wrote it and then went on to do friggin' The Fugitive. <laughs> you know, as we go on here, just to close this out, I don't know if there's anything, is there anything else you want to say about 2? No, 2 was good. I was, 2 was uh, great. Was I had fun watching 2. It was my favorite of the bunch. Um, I thought Scott Grimes looked a little weird. Yeah. The only thing that threw me off, because his little love interest... At one point, they were talk she was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'm about to graduate or something, like, go to college. And he was just like, I'm like, dude, weren't you just, like, nine in the other film? Yeah, but this is supposed to be a few years later. Did they, I don't, did I don't they, think did they mention that? Two, yeah, they did. You know what? At one point, they said 84. I think they said the first thing happened in 84, which would put this four years later. Mm. I don't know. They don't really establish how old he is. It looked kind of weird. I though. get it. I get it. It's weird. But, um... Yeah, it's about for me. It's the best one. The first one's great. I love it, but I like this one the best. I think first one. The only problem I have with the first one is it takes forever to get the credits going, and this one they, that doesn't happen. This one they're like they're going they're being fucking ridiculous immediately. Yeah. That being said, it has a twenty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, which is just ridiculous. It should be way higher than that. Way yeah. higher than that. I like this better than the first one. Yeah, well, Ebert ripped this one up. Yeah, but basically he, said he ripped no it up point. for a dumb reason. Did you read that review? Just I mean, I know he just basically said that there's. He no said it, he said they look like hand puppets. Well, yeah, they do because they're hand puppets. For <laughs> fuck's sake, how serious are you going to take a movie that's called Critters Two? Give me a break. The hungry heifer makes a moo sound every time they open the door. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> movie, and they're owning it. It's like Gremlins Two. It's very. I, I know I said they're not really ripoffs, but it is kind of like Gremlins 2 in that they just went whole hog with the goofiness. Yeah. Like, Gremlins 2 is not a scary movie by any stretch of the imagination. Nah, Gremlins 2, I mean, it's, it's awesome. really, that's my favorite uh, one. I do, too. I agree. I, I think it's awesome. But it's super silly. And this is also very, very silly. Yeah. The problem is that sometimes you can go too far with silly. <laughs> which brings us to Critters 3, which has the, another great tagline. Critters 3... <laughs> You are what they eat. 91. 1991, direct to video. Straight to the VHS. Yep. And uh, this is where the uh, the credentials for the, like the directors and all that start going down. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say. Okay, so the IMDb is 4.5, which is probably about right. 
Rotten Tomatoes is zero, which is ridiculous. <laughs> that's it. Does not it does not deserve a zero. Needs something. Deserve a little something. Yeah, look at the other stuff that's a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. This is way better than pretty much anything else on there. Look who's, talk, look who's talking now. This is better than is that. Is that the one with the dogs? Yes. That was a good this one. This is really. <laughs> <laughs> this is better than Look Who's Talking Now. This is better than Fred the movie. <laughs> This is better than pretty much anything that is under zero. This is the, the ballistic movie. X versus Sever is a zero. This is way <laughs> more watchable than that, that garbage. Horrible. Oh, <laughs> this is much more watchable than that. I'm this not saying the... it's good, but it's better than that. Directed by Christine Peterson, she was an assistant director on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, she had a very small actress role in one of my favorite B movies, Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. She was girl shopping in Chopping Mall. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that one girl. Yeah, that one girl. But most of her directed movies are stuff like Kickboxer 5, Redemption. Mark, Mark DeCoscos. <laughs> Do you ever see all those? No. Oh, I'm kidding. I barely got through the Like, the first one's fine because it's freaking Van Damage. One is, the, the first three, they're not bad. Is Van Damage in all three of them? Probably not. No. But the Sloan Brothers. No, not David. Well, yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the second one's probably. I'd say watch the second one at least, because Sasha uh, Mitchell was, was. I was waiting for you to say Baron Cohen. I was feeling like, holy no, shit, Cody from fucking Step by Step. Uh, who's a legit martial artist? Yeah, but he's Cody in Step by Step. But he good. he fights Tong Po in the second one, because Tong Po actually they go back in the beginning of the movie, uh, the second one because Tong Po actually goes and kills uh, Van Dam and the other brother, and then. Uh, what you kid? Um, Cody from Step by Step avenges him. This actually reminds me. Sometime in the next three or four episodes, one what we do need to do is uh, Universal Soldier. Ooh. Because from what I've heard, and I haven't seen them I've yet, seen them all. I've heard four and five really pick it up. They're not bad. I've heard they're really even good. the one that uh, the second one, the Return. Michael Jai White's the bad guy. Bill Gorberg's yeah, in that one. Yeah, but I've one. heard like the later ones, like the like the later ones, they all good. really did a great job yeah. with them. I've so. I've personally watched them all because shit, I love Universal Soldier when it came out, man. It was well, there's the so many great. actors in the first one, man. I, I, I'm on record as saying I think Dolph Lundgren's a hell of an actor. I I, I think he's really smart as never fuck, gotten dude. his yeah no shit. I, I think he's never gotten his due, and I'm thrilled that he's getting the work. Um, you ever look at if you ever look at that stuff or look it up. He's fine with what he does because, again, he's a fucking smart scientist. Oh no, guy, shit! Right? Yeah, no, he's got a, he's got a master's from IT and uh, what electrical engineering or something. It's actually a PhD. He has a PhD. He got a PhD now. He yeah. had, he had, last I checked, he had a master's. Nah, he has a PhD. God bless him. I, I love that guy. Ever, yeah, shit, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make more money making movies like Pentathlon, shit, I'd do it too. <laughs> you ever see The Expendables? I didn't see the spindles. So it's funny. We don't have to go. We like, should put that on. We don't have too. to go deep. There's three. There's three of them. I know. We should put that on the list too. But like the first one, <clears throat> Dolph Lundgren's character. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like a fuck up in the movie. But at one point, they get trapped in a cave, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Oh, I mean, we're fucking stuck. We're stuck." And then you got Dolph Lundgren in the background. And he was like, mm-hmm. uh, "Ammonium ferrite." Oh, he's checking the rocks. He's checking the oh, ammonium ferrite. And he actually like breaks down and <laughs> does like a like a chemical breakdown awesome. of what they're surrounded by. And I remember what the person I was watching it with, and I was like, you know, he's not bullshitting. Right? <laughs> he knows all that stuff. Yeah, he just chooses to be <laughs> fucking Drago. Well, no, and that's the thing, right? Like, like even if he's he's one of those guys, he's like Emma Mint Walsh, or we'll get to this in four, like Brad Dourif, or like uh, or like Love um, Brad Dourif. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Or like, of course, Bruce Campbell. 
you can be in a shitty movie, but he's so good at elevating the material beyond where it needs to be. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic was an unspeakably terrible movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Oh, God, are you fucking kidding that me? That was Matrix before the Matrix. No, Matrix. no, 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 no. <laughs> but he is amazing in it because he understands he's been a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just running with it. Anyway, part three. Okay, so. Film debut. Film debut of, and this is what everybody knows it for. It's a film debut of Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's fine. Um, he doesn't really stand out. No, not really. I kind of feel sorry for him because his dad was a fucking dick. Oh, the stepdad? That fucking Vince Price knockoff. <laughs> um, this is directed by Christine Peterson. Like I said, she was like Kickboxer Five was a big thing. It was written by David J. Show. Now, he's a pretty good horror writer. Uh, he used to be uh, one of the main contributors to Gorezone magazine. That's where I first knew about him because I used to read that wow. show when I was a kid. Um, but um, he wrote Texas Chainsaw Three was one of his earliest scripts. Huh. He wrote uh, Texas Chainsaw New Beginning. But the oh, one you would probably know him from is he wrote The Crow. Really? He wrote the screenplay for I The Crow. I didn't know that. Yep. He wrote the screenplay for The Crow. He also, uh, there was a really good anthology of short stories uh, um, about, that were based on Night of Living Dead. Like they used that as a jumping off point. Huh. And he wrote this short story called Jerry's Kids Meet Worm Boy, which was awesome. <laughs> you totally need to read it. It's fantastic. Um, here's my problem with three. This is when Don Opper kind of goes off the rails, and it turns into Ernest P. Worrell, Bounty Hunter. <laughs> He's oh, that's when he fucking busted out of the ground on this one. This is the, yeah, where he comes up in the in the forest in the beginning. And he's got the stupid helmet on, with like the goggles, and he looks like a goofus. He turns into he's basically Ernest. He's basically Ernest <laughs> from the old P. Ernest Worrell. movies. Yeah, he's Ernest P. Worrell, <laughs> Bounty Hunter. That's that's what he is. Because he was doing the same fucking thing in the beginning of the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just take I, I'm right almost part of the China back to back. They did. Yeah, see, I knew it. I knew it. That they was did. the thing. The three and four were shot back to back from they February to 91 to July 91. They had to be. <laughs> and they were both written by show. So I knew, I knew that was happening. They just had a lot of time on their hands well, yeah, in 91. Uh, it is really obvious that the budget in this one was way lower. VHS uh, budget. Yeah, no, like if that. I mean, if this was, if this. If this had a budget of more than $2 million, I'd eat my shoes. There's no way that this is more than $2 million. And yeah. at, at most, it's a mill. I mean, if, I mean, it, it stretched back then. You can see it in this one. Oh. The only, my, my only gripe, well, a few gripes, but the main one was just like the first one, the, the movie was very dark, like darkly lit, like the poor lighting, basically. Yeah, I can lighting. get it in the farmhouse, okay? There's nothing out there. But even in there in the city, like when Leo's stepdad gets fucking trapped in the room, whatever. Oh, this is very dark. I mean, yeah, he fucking did it, but like the scenes themselves are very like like poorly lit. Well, and um, I, I see you wrote down the Carrie Always thing, which I was going to bring up. The Carrie Always is the, the first choice for Leo's part. But so here's my gripe about that. When did Princess Bride come out? Wasn't that early 80s? No. Either that way, was... DiCaprio was 16 when he fucking shot this. Yeah. Carrie Elliott Elway's was not way fucking too, 16. Elway's is way too old for that role, for <laughs> he sure. He had to be in his fucking 20s. For sure. And Leo's fine. Yeah, I mean, no, he's he, great. He doesn't stand out or anything, but he's fine. You know, he's in a fucking critter he's a movie. Frisbee How much Now, um, this is going to get a little up here. Have you seen any of the Demons movies? Oh, I can, re I can vaguely remember the first one. Okay, Demons 2... That's how we should do that one, too. Because uh, there's like four of them, but they get a little weird because the last two were actually other movies that they retitled. Hmm. But Demons 2 is kind of cool, and this reminded me of it a little bit. Okay, if you don't have a budget 
<laughs> this is one thing I like about three. If you don't have a budget, then you want to make your set as small as possible because you don't have the budget to go there. Yeah. So instead of being like all over this town, they take one building, that's it. That's brilliant. That's a really good idea if you don't have a budget, right? And like in Demons 2, what happened in Demons 2 is a set in a high rise and not to get into the plot because there isn't really one because it's an Italian movie, but <laughs> the demons come out of a TV set and they start turning people into demons and the contagion spreads floor to floor and they have to move up. Kind of like this. Like once something happens... It sounds like the Raid floor, Redemption. What? You ever seen the Raid Redemption? Yeah, that's great. That's what it kind of sounds like. But yeah, like like they have to keep moving up in the building because in this too, in Critters 3, the Critters start taking people out and there's a fire yeah. from the one that eats the... Um, the road flare. It's a road flare. <laughs> it falls down the laundry chute. Yeah, it falls down the laundry chute. Okay. So, here's the other thing I wrote that, that, that I noticed. What the hell is Jeffrey Blake doing in this movie? Which one is Jeffrey Blake? <laughs> Frank. The super. Oh! What is his deal? <laughs> Dude, what was his voice, man? He is nuts! He's chucking like he a is, wop. He is hey, chewing guy. so much scenery in this movie. Like, I... He must have had indigestion for a week. And he got it in the gut, too. Yeah, but he was like the most ridiculous, like, maybe it's a third sequel thing. It's the most ridiculous performance I've seen since we saw uh, Crowdy Kid 3. Like, <laughs> he's just really off the rails. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, he, pull it I back. I bet you he took that fucking rules. And Super ran serious. with it. <laughs> he ran with it. Um, but yeah, like, this is, this is a lot more cheap humor. Um, you know, shoot the fat girl in the butt with the... Uh, with the spikes. With the spike. Did you notice? Now, maybe it was just me. Anybody that got shot by this, the dart or the, the spikes or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Got all loopy? Yeah, they got all loopy. But did you notice that the ones that kept, whoever didn't take it out, they were knocked out. And as soon as they took it out, whoever, throughout any of the movies, the person automatically woke up. Is that just me? Did you notice that? Maybe that's by design. I don't know how critter spikes work. <laughs> I, would, I would need to, to hire out a biologist to, 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 to train me on, on the next critter episode. biology. I'm not really sure how that works. Um, this one went whole hog with the goofy, which just which to some extent I like. Like I like I mean, the, the one thing I liked about this one is that you can differentiate between them because of things that happen to the critters, right? So like the one falls in a puddle of bleach, so you always know that that's the one that's yeah, half yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. The one eats all the, all the friggin' uh, dish soap, so he keeps throwing out bubbles. Yeah. And he, he, was, he was taking a lot of swigs of that. It was <laughs> Dawn, too. It was pretty funny. Like, like, are they coming? And then you see the bubbles come up from the, from the elevator. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> and the whole thing with the payphone, I thought was... Hilarious! It was so out of nowhere. Like, I kind of forgot about her there for they, a second. They keep cutting back to her like, whoa! Shouldn't she have passed out by now? Usually you pass out when you're hung upside down that long. I thought that was pretty goddamn funny. Because like, they set her up as being like the big badass. And yeah. then she falls and like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't get it, though. No, I'm glad she didn't need it. I mean, only two people died in this movie. <laughs> Just a total of six? Yeah, no, and, yeah, and well... No. The first one only had two people dead. In the second one, they a killed a, and a couple in chickens. In the second one, they killed a bunch of people. Oh, that's right. They went hand, They went crazy in the second yeah, one. Yeah, in the second one, a bunch of people got killed. The, the, fucking, the, the, the bunny, sheriff and the bunny. The bunny guy. suit dead guy. The guy got run over by the critter ball. Um, that was amazing. I that was awesome. That brought back memories. That too. was awesome. The critter ball is the best thing. <laughs> the... Uh, well, the sheriff got killed in the... Yeah, the, the deputy got killed in the first one. The deputy got killed. Yeah. But yeah, the second one had the highest body count for sure. 
Um, but yeah, three three for me is the weakest of the four. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I think it's the weakest. Um, but still really watchable. Like, I, I own it. If you want to watch these, by the way, they're on Amazon Prime, and the most expensive one is 10 bucks. I think three and four are both like seven or five or seven dollars to own. Well, you bought, I bought all four of them for nine bucks. Yeah, I didn't buy two because it was streaming for free. It's on um, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. No, but I own the other three now, and I'm glad I do because I'd go back to those, especially if I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the budget was because that's not available. I tried to look. Find. I did too. I couldn't find it. Part four <clears throat> Critters Four, Critters in Space, which, okay. Part four is usually if you're out of ideas when you send your your <laughs> when you go to space. space. <laughs> Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. I think what's the fourth one? I'm pretty sure. I know that Hellraiser's fourth one was in space, at least partially. I thought oh. that was like later on. No, Hellraiser Bloodlines was four. Jason X. Jason X was ten. The girl with the nipples. Well, I'll I like Jason X. I'm gonna go ahead and, and support Jason X. I think Jason X is pretty damn funny. And at this point, that's what you want from a Jason movie because God knows he's not scary anymore. And that was the first one without Kane Hodder, wasn't it? Because he was kind of... Or that was at that Freddy vs. Jason. Kane Hodder was in it. Kane was Hodder was in 10. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I know he was kind of PO'd about not being asked to do that Freddy vs. Jason one. Well, Kane Hodder has only been in a few of them. He hasn't been in... He took over after 6, I think? 6. He started in 6. Um, we'll do that series at some... That's like a... That's, a that's like a 3 episode. I think that's 3. 3? To get through all of them, there's ten of them, and if we're gonna do Freddy versus Jason, which I kind of don't want to because it's bad. I actually um, like that one. Uh, okay, so we have to do it because we have to discuss that. But <laughs> we'll have to do three. Um, if I, okay, let me start with this. I like four. Mm-hmm. Direct to video. Uh, this is direct. As an IMDb of four point five, no, four point one rather, four point one. Which is below three, which is ridiculous. This is better than three. You think so? Uh, oh, I totally think so for two reasons. Well, a couple, two main reasons. One, Angela Bassett's in it. Uh, one year before she was in What's Love Got to Do With It, which is the movie that made her a big star. Oh, the Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where yeah, she yeah, played yeah. Tina I had a brain for her for a second. Yeah, this is like only her second role or something like that. Well, she was in a she was in a lot of TV before this. She did the Malcolm X movie. Yeah, she did the Malcolm right, X movie yeah. before this. She did Innocent Blood before this. She did um, a, a fair amount of TV before this, but her big role that made her a star was what stuff got to do with it. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just a year after this. And she's... 98, unlike, right? Uh, 90... Hmm, I thought it was 98. 93 was... 93? This came out in 92. Chris Ford did. Okay. So, so what stuff got to do came out in 93. That's right. Um, you might be thinking uh, she was in Strange Days. That was a little bit later. Strange Days. Uh, you know what? Supernova. Ugh. With James Spader, an Alan Smith, <laughs> an Alan Smithy film. It was so bad that the guy took his, his name off the credits. Um, here's the main thing with this. So, uh, a, well, let me finish with, with Angela Bassett. Unlike Leo, for me, you can tell she's a better actress than the material. Well, yeah, she's, she's older, but she's better. Like she's better than what she's. She's a better actress than the movie is. No, I give you that. Probably the best she, actor out of all the movies. And when, except for Brad Dourif. Dude, I love that guy. Man. And he's so good in this. He makes he the just movie. He plays for me. himself too. No, and that's the thing. <laughs> like this is he did this after for for those of you who do not know, Brad Dourif is Chucky. 
Charles, Which, whatever. Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray. Dembella. I saw the first one three times <laughs> But he's Charles in fucking uh, my favorite role of his. I mean, he's done so much. 175 but, movies. But my favorite one of him, because of the way he got it, too, in the movie, was Night was Graveyard Shift. Oh, yeah. It's Exterminator. He was a fucking Exterminator. But then he fucking got it with the... Remember how he got it in that movie? Oh, vaguely. Like, he was in the... the, the uh, he, somehow he ended up in an empty grave. Yeah. And then it was raining. And then all of a sudden, a fucking... Uh, <laughs> a coffin comes out of nowhere and smashes his head <laughs> into the mud by him. <laughs> that movie's awful. I thought it would have a little give. I love that movie. Graveyard oh, Shift? Dude. Man, that was a great movie. That, the boss has the worst Maine accent I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> That Cajun accent, like, but he was up there. It was supposed to be Maine. It was supposed to be a Maine <laughs> That's what I'm saying, accent. but he, he had a Cajun like, accent. He's, he's like, you're a fucking Maine. He's like, he's like he went. He heard Fred Gwynn in, uh, in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> was like, I knew better than that. <laughs> Sometimes that is better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can't get that from here. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Okay, first of all, I wish to God... Low-budget science fiction movies did find something to rip off that was not Alien. Um, <laughs> because this is ripping off Alien. At the When they when they first come up with, what, TerraCorp or whatever? Okay, so you've got your salvage ship, which is somehow not the, called the Nostromo, even though it might as well be called the Nostromo. Yeah. They find salvage, and they're not allowed to touch it. And then they get to the thing, and there's a company that's involved called TerraCorp, which might as well be called Wayland yutani <laughs> And it's, it's fucking Alien. That's annoying to me. And I actually, I, and this is what I thought when I saw it. I said, there are other science, if you're going to rip off a science fiction movie, there are other science fiction movies you can rip off. Event Horizon was a good movie. Had Great movie. Was nothing like, nothing like Alien. No. Rip that off. If you're going to rip something off, rip that off. Even Pandorum, which I will defend, I liked Pandorum. That was actually a lot. pretty good. I like Pandorum a lot. It's not a great movie. It's got a lot of weirdness in it. It's got a lot of like weird, the whole thing with like the creatures running around the ship were, were were unnecessary, but the ending was great. Rip that off. Stop ripping off Alien. Find something new, dude. Um, that being said, I wish to God that they would give Brad Dourif um, more kind of fun, sarcastic good guy roles. Yeah. Because he's awesome in this. Um, Shit's a good actor. He's a very, very underrated actor. I agree. I think he's great. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to love him. Right before he did this, he did Grim Prairie Tales. That was a great movie with well, him and did, James uh, Earl Jones. Well, he did. Uh, you know, he got the Oscar nom for um, One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. As well, he should. He was great in that. I mean, the dude is a really, like, he's right up there with Campbell for, for underappreciated actors. Yeah. Um, this is, Okay. I looked. I tried to find one. I hope to God there's an oral history of the shooting of this movie somewhere. Because something went wrong during shooting. I'm I'm positive. Yeah. I'm positive sh- something they, they just finished shooting the third one. That's well, what. Well, no. But something after that went wrong. And I can tell you there's two reasons I think that's true. One is that I was directed by Rupert Harvey. This is the only movie he's ever directed. He produced <laughs> every Critters movie except two. And if your producer who's never directed a movie is directing your movie, that indicates to me that it's a Hobbit situation where you had somebody in there that was supposed to direct it and something happened and they pissed off the producer or they did something wrong mm-hmm. and then the producer had to take over because nobody else wanted to do it. That feels like that. But the other thing, do you remember this? There's some other creature in this movie that they show 
Yeah, with, with and the accelerator. Lab. And then and then they set it up like that thing is gonna come out because at one point they go into where the uh, the drug addict gets killed by all the critters. Remember that? Oh, the pill guy. The pill guy. Yeah. The pill guy is killed by the critters, and the critters aren't there. All the all the 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 um, footprints show they're running away. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, "It might have been Brad Dourif." Somebody in there says, "These things are vicious as hell." I've never known them to run away from a fight with anything, so something must have scared them away. They clearly, clearly were setting it up for that other thing to come out and be a badass. You think so? What else was scaring the critters off? The bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, uh, the captain was terrible. <laughs> Dude, the goof from—he's from fucking Greenland. He's awful. He's done those. Uh, there's like four movies that he was a part of. Uh, subspecies or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was like four of them. Those are all dumb, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, and the pill guy's all right, but he's just playing a pill guy. So he's playing like that a, was a useless like a pill guy. Just a I knew that was going to happen. The minute that he was like, oh, where's the pharmacy? I was like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, the main guy, the younger guy, was all right. He was a, a medic in Starship Troopers. Oh, and medic! Oh, he was the medic. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah, he was fine. I mean, Man, that's like, a... I would I would put him up against uh, DiCaprio in three. I think it was better than DiCaprio was in three. I think it was a better yeah. hero. I think DiCaprio was just a cute face. Yeah, I mean DiCaprio was fine. He wasn't bad, but but this guy was at least that good. I would take four over three any day of the week. That being said, ripping off Alien beyond belief, which is I like really that it was in space. I just think that. Well, just like most of the Critter movies, I've, I mean, I'm glad we kind of hit both on this one. It took a while for the fucking Critters to show up in this one. To me, almost yes, as long as it took but, for the other one. Yeah, but in this one, it felt more like there was stuff going on that would distract you from the Critters not showing up. Like, there was, like, yes. a lot of, like, cool space drama stuff or whatever. Too much drama, in my opinion. Well, I like the space stuff. I'm a sucker for space stuff. So if they're doing, like, cool space stuff, I'm fine with that. Um... Unlike, like I said, the one that bothered me with them not showing up was the first one because they did jack shit while they were waiting for them to show up. They're just yeah. like a whole bunch of bullshit family drama about her sneaking off to the barn with Billy Zane. Like, I don't care. I don't care <laughs> if she's getting fucked by Billy Zane. Sneaking I don't off with the Phantom. That's a much better movie than anybody gets that credit for, too. Um, I like the comic book better. Yeah, but Zane was great. Zane gets a, Billy Zane gets a lifetime pass for Demon Knight. I'll give you that. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> I love it. So, um, interesting thing about all the space scenes in fourth one, mm-hmm. those are all cut from that movie Android. All the external space scenes, all cut from Android. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> one of these guys is also involved. Oh, who was it? I don't remember. I looked it up on IMDb. I don't remember who it was. In a movie from 1980 called Battle Beyond the Stars. Mm, vaguely remember hearing of something like that. Uh, Battle Beyond the Stars was this Roger Corman ripoff of um, Star Wars. <laughs> but it was like, you know, on a Roger Corman budget. And the plot was basically, you need to see it because it's super entertaining. But the plot was basically like The Magnificent Seven, but in space. <laughs> the fuck? And it had awesome people in it. Short, Richard Thomas was the main guy in it from uh, The Waltons. And from. Another series we're doing at some point, Stepfather 3. Jesus Christ. Um, I recently watched those not too long ago. Like, rewatched them? I watched the first two. I have not gotten through the third one in a long time. I even watched the uh, the remake. Meh. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Without Terry O'Quinn, what's the point? Uh, <laughs> the first two are surprisingly good. The second one has one of the best lines I've ever heard in a, in a movie. <laughs> at the end, he's coming after Meg Foster at the end. I even had sex with you! <laughs> I have to watch him again. So funny. Um, but uh, Robert Vaughn's in it is one of the Magnificent Seven, which is worth watching just for him, because that guy's awesome and everything. Hmm. Um, anyway, I think I would not be one little bit surprised if some of that space footage also came from Battle Beyond the, Battle Beyond the Stars, because that space footage showed up in a lot of low-budget movies. Uh, well, I mean, like they only years. they picked Android because of... of uh, Barry Hopper. Well, Don Hopper. That was his film. Well, Barry Hopper was the producer. Don was his brother. But Don was the star of it, wasn't he? Yeah, but Barry produced it. So, yeah, they were in it together. I, mean, I don't think they wrote it together, no? Uh, that yeah. I didn't check. I think they wrote that one together. I'm not Android? Sure. Either way, but Android, those are all those space scenes. Did you see Android? I saw it once. Was it good? It wasn't bad. It kind of reminded me of that movie. It was a George Lucas film. THX 738. That's the first thing I saw when I looked at it. When I when I saw his name was like some like weird number or something. I was like, yeah. it feels very THX 738. Yeah, which I'd rather watch that one. Yeah. Sid Haig was in that one. Okay. Um, so that's the four of them. I have not seen the reboots yet. I need to see them. Well, now that you said D. Wallace actually came Yeah, D. Came Wallace back. Is, in, is in Critter's Attack. Because she's a scream queen. Yeah, oh, she's great. Uh, and uh, I, I'd like to see Critters Attack just for that. I'll watch the series at some point, I'm sure, because they really are, like, throughout, all of these are entertaining. None of them are boring. Mm-hmm. Even three, which, which is goofy, at least is not boring. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff happening. All the stuff with the bleach alien and the one... Really? <laughs> and the one uh, chewing on uh, soap. All that stuff's a hoot. So it's not boring. I, I just get tired of the whole Don Opper being Ernest B. Worrell. Yeah. In the last two movies particularly. Well, this, the first this fourth one, fine. he was just lost in this one. I mean, I get it. You wake, over from, you wake up from a 50-year nap. Ernest in space. <laughs> I can't much. believe they never made that. <laughs> Come to think of it, I just thought of that. I cannot believe they never made Ernest in space. Well, he died. Well, but you would have thought they would have come up with it before they came up with the basketball one. Oh, man, that was a bad one. Oh, it was so racist. Ernest Holy Goes to Jail was probably, like, my favorite one. I don't know. I kind of like Ernest Goes to Camp. That was a good one, too. Ernest Goes to Camp has an exeronious 236. <laughs> <laughs> that Ernest scared stupid. I started watching Ernest Goes to School with my uh, with my seven-year-old, and even she thought that was too stupid to watch. Damn. Yeah, she was like, eh, Come on, man, Jim Varney really was a shit. Dumb. Anyway, so so, for me, if you're gonna watch these, and you should watch all of them. I think they're all really entertaining. Agreed. I think it goes two, one, four, three. That's my that's that's how I think it goes in terms of entertainment value and even the story. One's great, but it just takes forever to get going. Two does not fuck around. Like two, like critters show up immediately and kill Buckflower's uh, non-union Mexican equivalent, and uh, go on to just like take out the town in spectacular, gory fashion. With a lot of crazy nonsense going on in between. Yeah, I agree with you in that order. Yeah, um, yeah. Three is, and again, three is fine, especially if you can buy it for I think on Amazon Prime right now for like seven dollars. It's worth seven bucks. I think the deal with getting them all on one DVD is probably like the better deal. Yeah, it's only, only it's only nine bucks. And there's a bunch, and there's a bunch of like 
extra features and shit going on. Yeah. By the way, if you hear any dinging around on the microphones, that's my cat jumping all over the room for some reason, who's usually pretty quiet. But he's been sacked. <laughs> the cat has been sacked. <laughs> the people responsible for the credits have been sacked. <laughs> um, so we're talking cars next time? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I'm down to do cars. Okay. A little bit more livelier, I guess you uh, could so say. Yeah, livelier and more child-friendly. Um, yeah, so we'll do better the Cars budgets. franchise yet. <laughs> well, yeah, better be- better budgets and better cast, especially for the first one. Yeah, I forgot Paul Newman was in Yeah, the Paul Newman was one of his last movies. Then he died. Yeah, and that's why he's not in the other, the other two. <laughs> his car crash or something. But, like, yeah, I, I don't know what the, I think they go into that in three, which is the only one I haven't seen. But, like, Michael Caine's in the second one. Um, although, just, Michael Caine is not the... <laughs> it's not the indication of quality. He was in Jaws 4. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, we need to do that. Jaws, Reven- Jaws the Revenge, right? Oh, boy, that's a bad movie. Holy shit, it's a shitty movie. But, like, because of the age difference, that was the very first Jaws movie I remember watching. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I like it. It's so bad. Watch it again. Mario Van Peebles? Yeah, but Jaws 4 is, like, unwatchably stupid. Like, it is... I thought the Dennis Quaid one was stupid. That one's dumb, too. That's the, that was the uh, theme park. That's a three where they had the... Uh, <laughs> it was in 3D. It was very, like, <laughs> like... They kept, like, showing you, like, as much 3D as they possibly could all the time. Which did, was wasn't Louis Gossett Jr. in that one? Yes, it was Louis Gossett Jr. Quaid. 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 <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> Oh, it's wrong. <laughs> um, I wonder if she's still alive. Well, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, cars. Oh, is this the first? Um, is this our first uh, Spotify episode? Yes, this one will be on Spotify. Welcome, Spotify friends. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if anybody's a sponsor, feel free to give us a jingle. <laughs> um, and there you go. Other than that, we'll... Anything else you want to plug before uh, people... Oh, I will say this. I put this on Facebook the other day. If you haven't read the book Swan Song by Robert McCammon, for God's sake, read it. And if you are not a... uh, If you are a a Hollywood producer, please make a miniseries because it would be the most amazing miniseries that ever was. (laughs) It's basically The Stand, but nuclear and with way better villains and an actual ending. So, yeah. Read it. I have it on Audible. Listen to it. Read it. Do what you have to do. Well, there you go. Well, this is the Series Run Podcast. Uh, we may have not mentioned that earlier, but I think we did. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Series Run Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, maybe something that you might want to hear about us talk about. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you can shoot us an email at series the Series Run Podcast at gmail.com. Check it daily. So, uh, other than that, we'll be back with cars in, what do you say, two weeks? Two weeks. So, so we're keeping on a two-week schedule. Two is. weeks. Unless, That's, like, yeah. you know, somebody explodes or... Or 2020 happens in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. We'll catch us in two weeks. Okay. Kill Christ. <laughs>